I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind in the business, got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pinning words all like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Aw, uh, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Where we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2017. Yes. You hear that chorus, Amani? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do it. <laughs> On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. So you hear the whole chorus in here, yes. the Wu-Tang Clan, the, Wu-Tang <laughs> the female version. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you had the male version like, last week. I yeah, know. We did. We if it in. wasn't for a birthday, I would have yeah. said, you know, come through. But were you busy last Sunday, too? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. You still pretending like you got a job? <sighs> no, I mean, I'm in grad school. I'm in grad school. I should do. Yes. You graduate this year, right? Yeah. Yes, June 16th. Oh I'm like a cap, gown, walking. Give me the diploma. Okay. <laughs> Give it. Get the hell out of there. Are you guys huh? having a graduation party afterwards? <clears throat> Am I? Well, there's a little reception at UCLA. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got my family coming out. And right. Let's just... I'm going to have a cookout. <laughs> Look at me. I'm trying to find some food. Like, I'm trying to find free food. Cookout. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know what we're going to do because I'm trying to figure out because my parents and my aunt are coming from New York mm-hmm. and they've never really been to L.A. And I'm trying to figure out what do I do with them for the couple of days that they're here. Not that I don't okay. love them, mm-hmm. but it's just sort of like they have certain tastes like mm-hmm. they are bougie. <laughs> okay. That also no Venice yeah. Beach they're watching. Rich, okay. They're rich and they're bougie Uh-oh. and they'll walk for Bad bougie. A, a little bit. Oh. They'll walk for a little bit, but then, okay, I didn't stop walking. <laughs> drive me. You know, so uh, any suggestions, please I got hit, my Nola Blondie please hit me up on Twitter. You guys going to do like the little tour thing? Like you get on the little tour bus? No, I'm definitely going to do that. that right, that's right. that's going to be part of it. But they're, they're, they're for a couple days, so that'll take care of like And get know, some segues and they don't feel like walking. They'll die on the segue. They'll die on the segue. Really? They'll die on the segue. Because it'll, how do I make it go forward? Oh, it's spinning around. Oh, it's out of control. No, no, no. No, no, no. Then the next thing you know, they're in the water. Oh, God. No, 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 no. That's hilarious. No, no, no. That's not gonna work. <laughs> They're not Bougie mechanically black people inclined. Are awesome. They sound like my relatives. And in then just be, let me just say this: my parents grew up in Louisiana, poor. Mm-hmm. But see, they got poor. that money, and they living. Let them live. They They're life. living a dream. They They're living a dream. dream. They really are, and mm-hmm. they just want to buy shit. And I'm like, I don't need. Stop buying. That's a, that's <laughs> an interesting. Go, we now. might go on strike, man. Stop Leave. buying. Yeah, they are enjoying yeah. it. They have the fruits of their labor. Well, see, this is what happens when they, you don't have grandchildren <clears> and you got money, and you're sitting around like. We need a new TV. Okay. Go, y'all. My mom and dad did the same thing. Mm. Yeah. They bought that new house in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. They're about to buy a new car. Mm -hmm. And I keep throwing them money. Because I'm finally making a couple of dollars. Yeah, I'm yeah, like throwing yeah. the money all the time. Yeah. Contributing. Like, they're yeah. like, oh, we just bought a new chair. I'm like, oh, here's $500 to help you guys out. Uh-huh. Oh, we just bought a new pool. Okay, uh-huh. here's $2,000 to help Why? you out. Wait, they, just got, they got a new pool? Because I'm yeah, gonna go they got visit a pool. Then. I'm one of so, your cousins. So I'm coming to come visit. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like just trying to help them out right. so they don't spend all the fucking money that right. they sold the house mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I see. Because they, yeah. they don't think no, like that. No, mine are, um, they don't need none of my money. They don't need You know what we're talking about, Imani. I do. 
I do. Okay, Little Miss Show creator. I got the video. And a, a Chica- <laughs> Chicago native. Yes. Oh, good for Shy you. Town. Yes, yes, yes. What part of Chicago are you from? So we lived on the north side. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know any of my relatives on the south side. No, okay. actually, but you'll my say. grandmother still lives on the south side. Oh, nice. She's on, um, uh, and Wabash. Okay. Um, so a lot of my family is there, but okay, when cool. my parents got married and they had kids, it was like, you know, let's put them in a, you know, in an area that was, you know, you can walk to school. Right. And, 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 <laughs> Somewhere awesome. out the project, okay. right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, my father is a, is a musician. His name is Durf. And so uh, he was in Ramsley Lewis's band when we were kids. Okay. And so we yes. traveled a lot. Last year, he... Um, Got a um, a Living Legend Award from the Duke. Really? Oh, nice. oh wow! Duke so he's Society. a multi instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. Me, you know, I can play the flute. Like I can read, like, you know, like, right. but the in front of me. But I'm, it's not natural. My like, mother, natural. my mother would love you because my mother wanted me to play the flute and mm-hmm. I wanted to play the drums. My father plays the drums. He plays the flute. I wanted to be Lynn, I wanted to be the next Lynn Carrington. This is mm. before she the E. Mm-hmm. And my mother said, "No, we can't afford drums, and I can't have you." And I said, "You know what? I'm just not going to play the flute." So I never played anything. <laughs> so when I hear people flute say, "Flute is so the dainty," flute, I can't awesome. picture you with a flute. The flute. I am not. You, a flute. you take that flute and hit somebody with Why it. Why the flute, Imani? Well, when I was in elementary school, you know, every uh, back then it was a requirement you had to learn how to play. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I played. I would come home from school. All I wanted to do was watch the like the reruns of like Good Times. What's yes. happening? Yes. 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 Like, I just want to want to watch Michael, want to watch Penny. <laughs> and so I go to his shows. And so as an adult, he's like, oh, my daughter's in the house tonight and she plays the flute. And I'm like, I haven't played the flute since I was 12. Ooh. And so I'm like, one of these days I might get called out on it. So I call, this is like a few years ago. I was like, you know what? Teach me, reteach me how to right. play. Mm-hmm. And so he got me a flute. He got me the music stand. And so, but it's just Aww. very mechanical. It's mm-hmm. not natural. A lot of it's the breath control too. If, mm-hmm. if memory serves, if you got to hit that little hole in the flute just right, or you get no sound, or right? you won't get any sound. And there's like some term I can't think of it now, but you know, it's like see, like you have to make up a song. and you have to strengthen. I mean, it's not as bad as some other um, you know instruments, but but you have to strengthen your muscles to, to get, get right. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Exactly. That's and why I'm, I didn't play the flute. I played violin because I'm like, oh, I'm not blowing in the stuff. <laughs> 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 Can that be the clip on the clamp? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the clamor right there. <laughs> so let me set y'all up now. Yes. Y'all here, uh, Lisa Bolakaja, co-host. Yes, pimp girl herself, yes. aka yeah, the, the black gadget of Mission Beach. The black gadget of Mission Beach. You know you finna hit the beach. Oh my hard, god! Man, I just took you? the boogie board back out again and cleaned oh, off. Sure. I'm ready to go. I'm um, starting oh. the paddle boarding. I got to get some, fr- my friends are just, they're terrible. They don't want to do the paddle boarding, but I want to do paddle I'll, boarding. I would do the paddle boarding if I can kayak with you. <sighs> yeah, I just got to mm. like, I I'm not going to paddle board. I'm not going to paddle board. I just want to learn. <laughs> I just want to learn. You get in the water, Imani? Hmm? Do you get in the water? I'm not a good swimmer. Okay. So here's the thing. My mom's brother died. He drowned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like long before I was born. Mm-hmm. So she was. Al- it was always this fear. Whereas mm-hmm. like my brother, my sister, they all taught themselves how to swim. Mm-hmm. So but for me, it's like hearing that so young. Yeah. So I didn't learn how to swim till maybe like seven years ago. Like oh, I was wow. on. Um, my okay. husband and I went to Cabo. Okay, you better be in the water there. Look. <laughs> and um, so you know, I can save myself. Right. <laughs> right. She be out there dog You be dog paddling. Don't somebody drown and she's like, I don't know. I can't help you. I can't help you. You ain't gonna make it. But I'm the back. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about all I can do. Like, I have two kids. They're five. And mm-hmm. my daughter's five. My son is seven. And my oh, daughter, wow. she's like, when she was three, she was like, got in that water. And she's just, it's amazing. She's a natural. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. no. That's when you have to teach them, though. And you know, because you yeah, were Yeah, you start young. Yeah, you got to do that. young. Get that fear And the fear builds up. And then you're like, oh, I'm not doing that. And we have a, where we live, we live in a community. And there's two pools there. I've been in it, like, maybe twice. Stuck your feet in and said, okay, that's it. I'm ready. 
my husband, he um, went to Howard on a um, swim scholarship. Oh, really? And so he's like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to do this. Yes. So, yeah. And recently, too, because it's been a while, I was like watching like these YouTube tutorials on swimming. I'm like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Because <laughs> I have like these recurring dreams where I can like swim really good. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I need to, I need to do this because I might have to save somebody one yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Or your kids. Or your kids. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. The kids are going to save her. Though. I could be. I could be. Stroke on <laughs> so we got Lisa Bolakaja in the house. Yeah. Writer, mm. author. Mm-hmm. What else you want to be called today? Shenanigan. Shenanigan. <laughs> Shenanigan maker. Amani, yes. she be on Twitter like crazy. I need to like step my Twitter there, game no, up. Yeah. Really you want I, somebody I, to help you promote your show? This bitch right now. And I want to start like Twitter <laughs> fights too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. She's a roughneck. Yeah. You got a roughneck yeah. in the house. Yeah. Well, she's from Chicago. Amani, you can't be no roughneck and got a show on BT and you got to. Yes, she can. Got- yes, she can. <laughs> no. No. Do Don't think. encourage her. Don't encourage her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This, I think it's uh, Marie Claire and Glamour. Yes. Have you guys seen those? Yes. And they've been going after folks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, and Teen Vogue yes. has been going after people. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. Well, how they, like, Chrissy Teigen is, uh, they call her a rebel. I'm like, you, when you're going after our black girls on Twitter, you're not that. Mm. Right. So, right. no. Right. Mm-mm. And then the, the woman, I can't think of her name, she's the actress who she, who's playing, um, she's in Gorilla. Oh, we were just talking about Oh, yes. we just, and so how Frida? she's a Frida rebel, Pinto. too. Yeah. Like, mm, she's not. Frida Pinto? Yeah. A rebel? No. Like, if you want to see a rebel, turn in to BT Tuesday nights. Okay. <laughs> 10 o'clock, check your local. Yeah, we'll you should, get in. You should, we'll you get see in. that smooth segue? That's a pro right there. I didn't want to tweet. I wanted to tweet. That's a pro right there. But I can, you know, this. it's 140 characters. I was like, okay, I can't really get out what I need to say. In <laughs> <laughs> but you can find a nice gift that yes. sort of reflects. Yes. You're right. Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah. I need, yeah. I need, I need, I need help. Yeah. I need some help on Twitter. Yes. And then we got Linnell White in the house. Hello. Writer, producer. Yes. TV I, writer. Yeah, and I used to, to like, balk, I used to balk at you call me a producer. Why? Because really, I'm like, I don't want to be a producer. Director. I, don't, I, don't like, I know yeah, you prefer I do, that. I do, I, you know, I always felt like more of a writer director, but since I did that last short film and yes. I had to get permits and I had to make. You had to produce. I, I had to produce. Right. I yeah. produced my own shit. Uh-huh. Right. So, yeah, sorry. I'm already swearing. We got guests here. All right. <laughs> no, Molly be in the writer's room. Uh, I, I'm just saying, I mean, dealing with LA, the LA, you know, film office and permits and beach, beach permission. Yep. And, right. Clearance, oh, insurance, yes. and, and, yes. and then set up the casting. Yes. I produced my own short film. Right. And I feel like, all right, I am a producer. Here's the interesting. I was at the Writers Guild the other day. <clears throat> I was talking to these two young um, writers who just joined, right? Mm-hmm. And they work for Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil is now Writers Guild. Oh, great. Oh, great. So they were like standing in the corner. So, you know, me, I talked yeah. to everybody. And yeah. I walked over. I was like, hey, welcome. Yeah. I'm running the room. So, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they start talking to me. And eventually the girl said to me, well, I'm a little worried because we got in through Dr. Phil mm-hmm. and we haven't really written mm-hmm. that many things. Mm-hmm. And she said, but we really want to write for TV. And I said, let me tell you something. If you came in for me, for my room on a TV show that I was running, I would probably hire you over a staff writer. And they were like, really? I said, let me tell you why. Because of all those things you just said. They actually run his show mm-hmm, pretty much. Mm-hmm, they're producer mm-hmm. level and writers. And they're in the post room too. Yeah. They know yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can send them yeah. to set. I could right. do all that. They're interacting with Correct. the talent before they come out on the show. Correct. Like prepping them. Right. I mean, Correct. yeah, there's right. a lot that right. goes on. Correct. And they yeah. were like, oh, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, bitch, you got some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't, don't count don't yourself out. Don't count right. yourself out. Right. Just right. get those right. scripts now ready. Keep doing your thing. like, should we quit? Should we? I'm like, bitch, you got a job. No, no, no. Don't quit. Yeah. Stay. Welcome. Welcome to the guild. So, welcome to the show, Armani. Thank you. Thank Armani you. Walker, everybody. 
writer, exec, no, uh, no, producer, yes. mm-hmm. uh, creator of the new show Rebel on BET. Mm-hmm. What's up, girl? How you doing? I'm doing good. Looking all pretty over there. Oh, Hello, yeah, yeah. She I got mean, that I, Hollywood glam. Like, I didn't know we were dressing. Like, I didn't know uh, we were dressing. I went to church. I went to church before okay, I came to church. Okay, hair, very hair good. all whipped. Okay. She got the lace front. I'm going to have a ponytail, okay? And a gray shirt. Jeans. I'm in some jeans. Two-day-old jeans. An old dashiki. But you know what? I have a boot on my foot. So, you know, you guys saw that. Yeah. What happened? What you didn't get? something on it. Really? Aww. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> she was in the she was in the pool trying to get something. Okay. That's how. <laughs> but I did read like swimming helps like with bone injuries. So I'm like, you know what? Let me another That's reason why I need to get in there. That's true. So. Now can I tell you why I'm Go excited ahead. about Rebel? Yeah, that's good. Because uh they got one of my favorite character actors. Giancarlo? Oh yeah. Not just Giancarlo. Uh-huh. Michael T. Michael. Oh, that's my dude. And uh, Michael T. Michael still, was like my we brother. Still, we still waiting for you to come Michael on. For we still wait really? for him to come yeah. on the, the show. I know. I'm trying to get him. He's so busy. I can, so I can tell him thank you for all the years of giving great characters. Because you yeah. know what? There's a lot of character actors in this business who've been working for years, right. putting in work, mm-hmm. and they always give memorable performances. And every time mm-hmm. I see Michael T. Williams in something, he always gives. He's, me a, he's a scene stealer. Yeah, he he's just, always been. You know, and like when he was in Underground, you know, mm-hmm. I was devastated when they mm-hmm. did his character in like mm-hmm. that. But you know what? He was memorable. Yeah, from when he was in Fences. Mm-hmm. Yes, just an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. dude. And I've been a fan from the days when he was back on Miami Vice. So for you guys, and then of course Giancarlo Esposito. My know. first guest Legend. starring role Legend. when I was an actor was on Midnight Caller with him mm-hmm. and Gary Cole. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when I first met him. That's when we okay. got really close. So the fact that yeah. you got some veterans, <clears throat> character actors, mm-hmm. I'm already sold. So. First, I guess we want to get into Amani and yeah, how she got into it. Because yeah, we need to talk about the show. Because you got a black female lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, she looked like she about to wreck some stuff. She's about to wreck <laughs> I mean, no, from, like. the, from the pilot, from look the like. opening scene of the pilot, the stick comes out. Okay. It's oh, a yeah. bunch of white dudes like having like their bro- and the broski. Ringing. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. Okay. okay. And then she just got one and okay. dragging him out and like, and hitting him with the stick. She went Foxy Brown she on them bitches. Brown. Brown. Right. I was like, that's like, what, 30 seconds? Into the yeah, thing. yeah like, we start right away. But then again, that's a lesson since this is called the Screenwriters Room. Mm-hmm. That's a lesson to all you writers out there when you do your pilots. That opening yeah. page or yeah. two really it has tells to you be, all about her character right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really has to be set up. The, it almost has to set up the show because mm-hmm. now automatically I know her world. She's got to deal with a bunch of white dudes over there, <laughs> and, and, you know, and they're gonna make this comment. They're gonna make this like sexual comment, like, "Hey, come sit in my lap," and then the stick comes out. <laughs> And then right. people's heads are flying. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Now, I understand the show ain't, right ain't here. No, mm-hmm. Ain't no negotiation. We got to talk about this with human resources. It's just like, shit and baby. Exactly. I'm like, okay. With skill, too. With skill. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like just swinging the stick haphazard. It was like, right. very precise yeah. with the stick. Yeah. Yeah. And she the impression, be, and the impression I gave for the character, too, military background, right? She has a military background. Yeah. So yes. yeah. I'm already sold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into it. Mm-hmm. So you told us a little bit you're from Detroit. I'm about to say from Detroit. Forgive me. You're from Chicago. But I was raised here in LA. But you was raised here. So how long? How old were you when you moved to LA? I was six years old okay. when we moved here, but because my family is still there, mm-hmm. we would go back every like few years and spend okay. the entire summer there just okay. to not lose that connection. Like my entire family was there. My mom, she moved here, she wanted to sing. Mm-hmm. And so she thought that this is the place that she needs to be. Like my father, he Can you born- sing? No. Well, see, usually people who mom can sing, they have something too. No. I can see, sing the Stevie Wonder birthday song in harmony, but that's, that's about it. Like, don't ask me. Because yeah. <laughs> you know I was going to put you on the spot. Like, give us oh, something, no, girl. Don't. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, I just got none of the musical. It just didn't come through. Okay. But um, 
Yeah, so I was here since I was six, kept the, you know, the, the connection there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so how I got into writing, it's funny, I was working at Billboard magazine, I had different career interests at the time, mm-hmm. and one of our uh, columnists, his name is Fred Bronson, he lived in, the Lon- he lived in London. Okay. And so everybody knew that he had sold like a Star Trek script. And uh, I was like, uh, you know, okay. You know, but that was like the office legend. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, Fred, you know, sold the script. So one day he came to the offices to visit. And I'm like, you know, and they just happened to sit him next to me, like to my cubicle. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. I was like, I heard you sold a, a Star um, Trek script. He's like, yeah. And all of a sudden I was just like interested. I was like, well, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. He's like batting mm-hmm. like a hundred mm-hmm. questions at him. I was like, well, you know, I'm like, how much? And I know it's rude to ask someone how much they make, but I was just so curious. I just never. <laughs> if really you want to know, man, you want to know. And even though I heard, I knew that he had done it. I guess it was something about him actually being there mm-hmm. and just hearing it, him say it. I just, mm-hmm. this this interest just peaked. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, how much did they pay you? And he's like, well, you know, it's it's public, you know, knowledge. I'm like, well, public knowledge, how? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your tax returns. Well, and this is also the times before <laughs> internet was. Well, I don't know which Star Trek show we're talking about. We're talking about Next Generation Voyage. It was one of the the latter ones. So okay. uh, yeah, like around the. But I don't know what time at what point in time. So I don't think it was like new, but it was just kind of like part like of his 10 legacy. Years ago like, or yeah, like some something yeah. around. So it might have been time. like Voyager or okay. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Around, or yeah, or maybe the the Deep, Deep Space Nine. I think right. maybe so. And so he's like, well, um, he said, well, the Writers Guild can tell you. And mm-hmm. I said at that point, I just shut up, shut the questions down. And mm. on my lunch break, I went right over to the Writers Guild, mm. and I was like, I would like to know how much writers get paid. Okay. And they said, oh, you need our schedule of minimums. I'm like, okay. And so I I, uh, sat in my car, opened it up, and I'm like, whoa, I'm making $10.50 an hour. (laughs) (laughs) And writers are getting this. And so around that time, uh, what show was on there? Oh, the Wayans Brothers. Mm -hmm. Marlon and Shawnee had the show there. And Marlon just kind of played a one-note character like every week. He was like, Mm -hmm. always the dumb one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wouldn't it be great if one day he was not the dumb one? Like maybe he had sustained an injury and he, you know, and he was smart and he goes on this game show and he's winning all this money and he, you know, alienates his family. Sounds like a great spec. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, just when he's about to, you know, get the big win, then the injury wears Mm -hmm. off and he's like Mm -hmm. back to his normal. (laughs) And so tell me the idea that like, oh, that's a great idea. You should write it. You should write it. You should write it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like one day. And then I actually moved into New York because I had different career interests at the time. Mm-hmm. And I had a coworker and I told her about it. She was like, you really need to write that. It sounds like a great idea. And so like where we worked, like we had the internet, but our boss, like she was like, we didn't have it on our desk. She was just like, she was a bitch. She was mm-hmm. a mean ass bitch. <laughs> and this particular day, she was out. And so I was like, oh, we can like gossip all day today. And so she says to me, she was like, you know what? I'm not going to talk to you today until you write that script. And I'm like, we have no internet, like seriously. And so it, that forced me to actually do it. Mm-hmm. And so I started mm-hmm. at eight o'clock and by five o'clock, by the time it was time for us to go home, I was done. Uh, it was finished. Okay, well, okay. okay. I'm, 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 all right. <laughs> well, we don't like her anymore. We don't like her anymore. But I did have an outline and okay. that, that I would carry with me every day, gotcha. you know, like have my little treatment. I never really knew what a treatment looked like. I just right. heard, like, you know, right. you should have this treatment. And so when I would talk to her, it was just to bounce jokes off of it, off of her. And then. It was at that moment that I knew this is what I wanted to do. Because I was never one of those people who knew. Like, my sister, you know, she was born a dancer. Sure. She knew that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom's a singer. She told mm-hmm. me, yeah, but I didn't know. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, what am I, you know, I have no idea what I want to do. Like, it might be this one day. It might be that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I typed in, I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. So I moved back Same to L.A. Feeling. And I finished mm-hmm. up at Cal State L.A. And I ended up getting an internship. And so I knew that I wanted to write for TV. Like, I want to write for TV. But I knew that I wanted to create. I was like, no, I want to I do my own thing. I want to write my own right. show. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, oh, I was told left, right. Oh, you're not going to be able to do that. You've mm. never done this. You've never been in a room. I'm <laughs> like, no, I'm going to do it my way. Like, I, you know. And so um, my husband, his name is Dallas Jackson. He's an executive producer mm-hmm. on Rebel. And so he said, you know, he said, write a, um, write a screenplay. So I came to him with this idea that I had. I was like about a woman who um, wants to be a singer, but she's so that she's too old. So she goes back to high school to reinvent herself as this teenage singing sensation. And he's like, oh, it's like if you write that, he's like, I guarantee you, you can sell it. Hmm. I'm like, okay, la di da. Every few days, like, did you write that yet? Did you write that? And I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. That's a good husband. I know. Okay, being persistent. Mm-hmm. Accountable. No, he does. He absolutely does. And good job, um, Dallas. <laughs> Even his name is good. I okay, Dallas. I know, and our son is a third, so I mean, it's like he's, keep, he's keeping it in family. Oh. And so it was like four o'clock in the morning, and the idea like just started just like rolling off my head, and I mm-hmm. uh, got up and I wrote wrote it all down, wrote the script. Mm-hmm. And I saw Tyra Banks walking down the street on Larchmont. Okay, bitch. Okay, you know what? Wow. Uh, wow. Hold on, hold on. Wait, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. First, we're writing scripts in a day. Right. Now we're seeing Tyra Banks on the street. And we're just going up and talking to her. Hey, Tyra. You know what? Here's the script hey, I, just, I just spilled out <laughs> in, in, a, in an hour, and it's really great. Yeah. Okay. How is no, this possible? No, all right. Okay, you can leave now, honey. We're not haters. We're not haters up in here. It's all love. It's all love. It's all nothing but love and positivity. Tell the truth, girl. Tell it. Tell it. Finish telling it now. So I'm like in my car because I was going to write this other script about like this martial arts because you know my husband's like you should have like don't just you know put all your eggs on one, right. in one script and I always this is when Blockbuster was still on Larchmont. Yeah. What's that? Um, I know, right? Oh, that's cute. Know. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> it's for the millennials. That's all for them bitches. So you used like to have to go into a store. And you can actually like bring videos. And so he's like, you should watch this movie, Revenge of the Ninja. And I oh, yeah. always, always, always um, call first because I don't want to make the trip and it's not mm-hmm. there. But this particular day was a Saturday and I just go, I'm like, let me just go and, and chance mm-hmm. it. Of course, I didn't have it. And you know, Larchmont, there's never parking space. Yes. And they had a little parking space there, didn't they? And they never open, is it? That it's something new. I think it's like a um, exercise place. Uh-huh. Yes, an exercise place. Mm-hmm. And so I get in my car and I look. I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's Tyra Banks. <laughs> 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 and miraculously, a parking spot had opened because I just left my parking spot, and you'd have to go. I would have to go all the way mm-hmm. around the corner. And so I see her, and I'm like, walking fast towards. <laughs> Getting my little sales pitch ready. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my name is Imani Walker. I wrote the script. I pitched her. You know, I kept it brief. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be like all in her in her space. Like she obviously had like some luncheon, I think, mm-hmm. at Luisa's Trattoria. And so I just pitched it to her. And she's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, people don't really know this about me, but I love to sing. And, I, you know, I really? love Britney Spears and this and that. Yeah. And so she <laughs> laid down her itinerary. I'm going to be in South Africa for a week, get to this person. So long story short, she eventually optioned it with her own money. Like it didn't what? happen like right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take <laughs> Them damn lawyers get involved. In it. Mm-hmm. it just, um, she took it to Disney, actually, because okay. they wanted to do another movie with her because she had done Lifetime with mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, we want to, so she said, if you want to do a movie with me, this is the, the project that I want to do. So they offered her no money. They offered me no money. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, it was just obscene. It was like, to say it was, first of all, it was below, right? It's like, mm-hmm. Bill Minimum. Like, there's mm-hmm. a reason why a guild mm-hmm. exists. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Tyrus people, they didn't come back with them. They were like, you come back to us. And so it never happened. Mm-hmm. So Dallas, my husband, we weren't married at the time. And he's like, well, if you're going to be killing deals around this time, this okay. town, you need to go and, um, um, s- I'm sorry, um, submit it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we had an offer from another company, but they didn't want Tyra in the lead. It's mm-hmm. like, this is Tyra. Like, what are you talking about? And so they were <laughs> like, you know, no Tyra, no deal. Her Who like, no did they want in the lead? Wow. Just curious. 
I think like Alicia Keys, I think was hot like at that time. Oh, so interesting. I think, you know, I think a, a real singer. Okay. I think mm-hmm. is what they really oh, wanted. I see. You know. I see. Okay. Um, like even though Tyra, you know, was singing, but I think they wanted. You know, uh, I just was curious if they were going Paris Hilton or Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> oh no, 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 on. they went. No, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, I think because they're singers right, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, like in Alicia Keys, I think that's right, you know who right. who they wanted. And so, you know, it didn't happen. And so then Tyra, like, called maybe like a year or so later. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, is the script still available? And that's when she used her money to option it. Mm-hmm. And so she's doing America's Next Top Model. So she's just kind of throwing money at it, but mm-hmm. not developing it and mm-hmm. to get it to where it needs to be. And so the option ran out. She paid, you know, the extension on it. That ran out. They were mm-hmm. like, can you give us a free extension? And my attorney's like, no. He's like, they've had ample time to do what they need to do. <laughs> right. And so for me, you know, because I was so new, I was kind of feeling like, oh, but, you know, but I feel like I have like a deal in place. Right, and he's just right. like, they're not even giving me money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, <laughs> was, oh, the newbie feels. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. They're like, they gave me a thousand dollar option. I'm doing great. <laughs> no, but the option was actually more than that, oh, surprisingly. Gee, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, like really, like that's what Disney was trying mm-hmm. to do. Like, I mean, come on, like I need to, like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to sell the script, that I should not have to go to work the next day, mm-hmm. right, right? Right. And I can't keep doing this temp stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, Dallas, he's like, you know what? He's like, if you really want to make some money off of it, turn it into um, a TV um, mm-hmm. show. And I said, well, I was kind of hesitant. I said, no matter how pure her intentions are. An audience is not going to buy her deceiving people every week mm-hmm. because it's still a selfish goal. I said, unless, unless she gets to the high school and she finds out it's a, such a competitive space and she finds out she's not the only one there with a the secret. Oh, like that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's going to work. I said, well, that's the only script that I'm going to write. <laughs> <laughs> we took it, sold it to um, Teen Nick, which okay. was the end mm-hmm. at the time. Right. Ludacris was um, attached as um, the music coordinator and to really? play a recurring character. Mm-hmm. We got the green light and the writer strike happened. Damn. Yes. I was victim so of the right. 2007. Yeah, 2007. And here we are again. And Make here we are. Again. I know. Again. And it was devastating. It was devastating. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to get that call. And then they paid, like, when the strike, because, well, first of all, the strike really hurt Tina. They have not rebounded since. Right. And they hired, like, Nick Cannon, but mm-hmm. there's no original program on it. Everything they show on Teen Nick right now is uh, reruns from mm-hmm. Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the executives left, and they just it just has not um, restructured, you know, after wow. that. And so then I sold something um, after that to uh, ABC Family, which kept going up the ranks. They were like, oh, we really like it. We really like it. Mm-hmm. goes up to the vice president. We really like it. And got to the president. And he felt like, oh, tonally, it felt like one hour, one hours. Mm-hmm. But don't do anything. Hold tight. We're making our decisions. So I'm feeling like, okay, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then went away. Wow. Yeah, that hurt, too. And so, Can I ask you a quick question, if yes. you don't mind? Mm-hmm. Did, how were you getting these meetings? Dallas. Are you, okay. Because <laughs> so Dallas was an executive then? Well, he, he is so he had up. been selling scripts for so long, and so as a result, he was um, establishing relationships. And at that time, okay. he had a deal with uh, John Davis's company. So okay. John Davis, you know, gave mm-hmm. him a deal. So he was mm-hmm. using that just to establish okay. relationships. So you know, I write, I give it to him, mm-hmm. and he does. And he would never say, "Oh, this is my girlfriend's work." Even mm-hmm. you know, even mm-hmm. like when Rebel got sold at first, right. it was like, "This is my wife." Because it's like, "Are you? Do you like it because it's your wife? Or are you excited about the project?" So we nobody ever really knew. It's like they would find out after, right. but not in the beginning. That's smart. And so, yeah, you know, because it's like, <laughs> oh, this is mm-hmm. life. We just like, yeah. so no, yeah. that was just you know, mm-hmm. we we didn't say anything. So that's how it happened. So with um, the project that I sold to ABC Family, it's called Hail Mary, and it's mm-hmm. about um, a woman from the Midwest who wants to become a nun. So she moves to LA um, to join this convent, but she finds herself caught up in the temptations of the city, mm-hmm. okay. and so. Even when um, ABC decided not to pass on, they're like, but we want to keep it. Like we, So they paid me again. Like So when the option ran out a year later, you know, so again, it was one of those mm-hmm. situations, they're throwing money at it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, the script is good. So I dusted it off. I'm like, you know, let me try this uh, 
do some more work on it, maybe get out to some more networks. So then Dallas, once again, he was like, you know, so we're just talking Scandal at this point. He mm-hmm. came out and was doing well. And he's like, listen, he's like, these networks, he's like, you've got Scandal with a black woman lead. Mm-hmm. He's like, networks are going to be looking for that next black woman thing. He was like, you should really you know, write write a drama. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I write the comedies. I don't really do. You're gonna <laughs> make, like, you know, thirty pages, sixty yeah. pages. I'm like, this is big <laughs> difference. Yeah. This is a big difference. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And so um, I was brainstorming. I was like, well, you know, what what can it be? And so um, originally she was an attorney who kind of solved problems that people would go to mm-hmm. when they couldn't go to the police. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote it. I gave it to him. And he's like, oh, well, why is she an attorney? I was like, because that's what you said. Because he said, he's like, yeah. Like, you could have told me that on the law line. So he was like, she should be a private investigator. And I pushed hard back. Mm. I was like, oh, I was like, a PI? I was like, that's just not sexy. <laughs> and he was like, she's already doing the work of a private investigator. And I was like, oh, I just rejected it so hard. Because, you know, with an attorney, it's just like, you know, esteem, mm-hmm. like black woman, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I was like, well, if she is an attorney, I mean, she's a private investigator. I'm like, then what is the reason? I'm like, maybe she was a cop. Mm-hmm. Why would she leave the force? I was like, oh, but she had a brother, and her brother was like murdered by the police. Mm-hmm. And so that just. You started that's... working backwards. Right. And I, right. Interesting. Working right. backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so um, I gave it to him. He's like, wow, this is the best thing, you know, that you've written. <laughs> and so he met John Singleton at an mm-hmm. Oscar party. Oh, actually, we took it to um, ABC Studios. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, I really like it. You know, and it's all, they always say, oh, you know, Shonda Rhimes can't be the only one. They always say that, right? It just can't be Shonda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you keep buying from Shonda, okay. and that's it, right? That's it. Right. <laughs> that's it. Yep. And so, um, oh, and then somebody else, I can't think, um, it's a white guy. I can't, even, I can't think of his name, but he also came to ABC Family with a... a, a project starring a black woman mm-hmm. so that mine kind of got bumped uh, okay and that one didn't even make the cut mm. right so right. but you know things happen for a reason that's right and so Dallas was like so they took it to BET and at first I'm like you know oh you know BET that's nice that's nice and he's like don't sleep on BET mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. that and BET um, they were offering what no, no other networks were offering they were like mm. we're gonna shoot this you know so you're like, you know you can sell it it's like okay yeah I can sell it to any anybody right but does it mean it will ever see the light of right, day? Right. So BET was like, no, we're going to... Um, first, they had committed to the pilot right off the bat. And they were like, oh. then um, Marvista, the production company who mm-hmm. I sold to before we went to BET, mm-hmm. they were like, well, then give us eight episodes after the pilot. What? So it's like, you can't say no to that. <laughs> right, <laughs> you can't right. say no. Yep. And so, you know, and BET, you know, with the quad and with the new edition story, yeah, I mean, they, they have mm-hmm. just have yeah. really, mm-hmm. like, just kind of have stepped mm-hmm. it up. Like, I was and they've gotten more gritty and more edgier and everything, mm-hmm. you know? That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's a whole new BET. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you know, 10 years ago, you wouldn't have found no. John Carlos. No, it was all like reruns of old stuff. It's all reality And I think that was kind of like the, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, but, you know, and he's like, no, he's like, and then John was like, no, let's put something on, you know, give mm-hmm. something to BT that, you know, BT hasn't had before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, of course, you know, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. So did you write the pilot as, as 90 minutes or did you write it as 60 minutes? So I, so I didn't, I wrote it as the, as the 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, so we had, um, our first show, showrunner was supposed mm-hmm. to be Kate Lanier mm-hmm. and uh, she came on to expand it. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, um, Randy Huggins, who's our showrunner, mm-hmm. so he came. So when I met Randy, I said, "This is what Rebel is supposed to be." I'm like, "She's a detective who people can't go to when they can't go to the police." Mm-hmm. And like, so we need to steer this back to that original concept, and that's what the series does. It brings it back to that ori- what it originally was supposed to be. Okay. So. Okay. Mm. Man. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> did you have okay? 
So for the casting and everything like that, because this actress you have, what's the act? The, the lead? Danielle Monet Tripp. Because I've seen her before in other things, and it's like, and I, I, I love the fact that you got like a fresh new face. Mm-hmm. My mom said, she's like, I am so tired of seeing the same faces. Listen, right, right, Listen. right, right. <laughs> Do you know what a blessing that is when you get to see new and bring in new talent and that kind of thing? Especially when you, like I said, when you've got like the veterans too who are mm-hmm. coming in. Mm-hmm. But I love it that you brought in somebody who's fresh. You know, like I recognize her face, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's not like, oh, here comes so and so. Yeah, right, you know, yeah. we have right. a lot. Unfortunately, we do. We have a lot of that because they keep going to the same. I, I guess they only think there's only like seven black people. True. I know. Like, and I, I, not to pick on him, but I, I feel like Blair Underwood. I just see he just sort of goes from show to show. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like okay. There's there's more. Not that he's more. not a talented right. actor, like, but I'm just like there's, okay. But there's more. There's yeah. more. Yeah. There's yeah. more. Mm-hmm. So that to me is like really really important. So. In terms of the other casting stuff, like, did you have a lot of say in terms of like, okay, this is what I want? Did you tell them like, I want? Did they come to you and say, here are some people we think we want, or did you have some say in terms of? Who there you was to one cast? Um, person I won't say her name, and um, they're like, oh, what do you think about this person? And I'm like, mm, um, I just wasn't really like jazzed about this particular, <laughs> this particular, and mm-hmm. it was and somebody else too. And I'm like, one of those faces that we see all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this mm-hmm. isn't her. It's like. She has to be authentic, right? Mm-hmm. Not somebody who's you know. We have a lot of actresses out there who's mm-hmm. like they're focused more so on being pretty mm-hmm. than bringing the grit. Right. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's right. not about the craft. Right. And so with Danielle, she's from a theater background, mm-hmm. and so she and she's Sacramento, so she was able yeah. to bring that authenticity. That I mean, like the sad part about it too is like as I'm looking through the casting list, and I, yeah, there's all these actresses on actresses on here, black actresses, and it's like you know, competing for one role when right. you know it. And that's right. the sad yeah. part to me. I was like, gosh, I'm yeah. like. This it's depre- it was depressing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's some and, and there were some A-list names on mm-hmm. there too. It's like why are these names on you know on this right. list? Right. Why do I even have access to these people when right. they're right. A-list names they should right. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Some Oscar nominees, oh, right. winners, right. excuse right. me. Right. And I'm like, it's just it's not, it's not right. Because people aren't creating, you know, the work. It's no not content that people for aren't aren't creating it. Mm-hmm. It's just not being bought Made. It's and not yet. Right. It's not getting yeah. produced. Right. 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 And so that it was sad, you know, having mm-hmm. to see that. But insofar as like, oh, I want this person, that person, um, no. Mm-hmm. Did BET that they tell you like to tone down any things in your script? Like once they got it, they're like, oh, they were like, we really like this the way it is. Or did they have some input in terms of maybe toning it down? Because from the trailer, she she not playing. Well, that was the right. thing. Like she was always badass. It was like she was me two point So it was I'm thinking I'm like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you pitched it? She is me too. Oh, point no. She's got a, you took she out got a stick in her bag. Oh, oh hang on. Tom's in her bag right now. You know, it's like, I, like, I'm a filter person. I don't just say, you know, what's right. on my mind. And so when I'm like, okay, well, who is she? It's like, you know, she's going to say whatever she wants to say. And if she's got to roll up her sleeves to kick somebody's ass, then that's what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, when we was raised to be ladies, we just can't mm-hmm. be, you know, mm-hmm. walking in the bar with the batons, like, right. you know, whooping on. But at the same time, you see the lady side of her and her interactions with her dad and her brother. Sure. I mean, right. you know what I mean? That's, right. that's something we all kind of, we, we're walking between two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But that was important for me, too, in, in creating somebody who, I mean, you know, it's like when you see black women, we're either the mammies mm-hmm. or we're fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't want to, um, without agency. You know, it's like, you know, and right. it's okay to have sex. And, and, and yeah. hey, it feels good. But at the same time, don't, it shouldn't be, I'm having sex because I need to find this man. Right. Maybe the more man I sleep it, maybe I'll find the right. one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it, I enjoy it. Like, can we have a black woman character that say, this is, I'm doing it because I enjoy it. Right. That's what I want to do. Right. And so I just, I didn't want to just go into either box. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, you know, um, exploit her. You mm-hmm. know, I just want to make her just as, as you know, a flushed out, complicated yeah. character. Yeah. Right. I love it. Yeah. Right. But, you know, with layers, like, you need yeah. layers because, you know, she can't be boring. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just want to create somebody who is fresh, who you don't get to see all the time. Like, the casting notice was very specific, natural hair. 
Mm. Okay. Wow. Can, you say, can you say that one more again? Natural hair in the casting notice. So if you was walking up in there with your hair flowing, you know, <laughs> this role wasn't for you. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> Which is interesting yeah. because we just yeah. talked about that episode. Yeah. 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 When we talked about that because that's such a huge thing in terms. And also, I have to say it. Thank you for making her a nice brown skin, you mm-hmm. know, because we don't see ourselves. I'm we sorry. don't. I'm sorry. We don't. But it's right. like, it's like, okay, this is somebody, a sister. What could probably see well, right down the street. She was me. It was like, you right. know, like I'm not an, I'm not an actress, but mm-hmm. let me put, you know, mm-hmm. some of me in front of, in mm-hmm. front of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, I love the fact that she said that like, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, some sisters was mad. Right. They was like getting the mirror appointment. They ripped yeah. up the, yeah. they ripped up the cast and they was, well, fuck them. <laughs> I'm not going to the audition. <laughs> I'm going to Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited. Like I said, like I said, in our last conversation, we we're talking about that in terms of those type of characters that are coming out and I just and not only that but black women who have like real regular black bodies you know they're not like the Barbie doll right. you know thin you know right. model type thing mm-hmm. they look like like they had a sandwich like they <laughs> ate a sandwich it's going to be a little bloated eyes might rub a little together when you walk in you know I appreciate stuff like that because it makes me feel like this is a real character and right. not some like Barbie doll type person somebody on a that. water and grapefruit diet because <laughs> I've tried it <laughs> and you, and you still said, I'm on it now <laughs> I'm on it right now and I'm it exactly <laughs> no, I'm camera ready I'm camera ready right now a friend of mine posted the um, Foxy Brown video of the hot, the hot spot video Oh, he did the makeup for it. He's like, oh, here's a throwback. So I watched the video, mm-hmm. and I'm like reading the comments, and Foxy Brown's stomach in that video is not flat. She's just her, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. the comments were like, wow, like I really love that she's not, didn't have to get all toned up. Like she's That's just right. in her, you know, mm-hmm. in her bikini. And, that ba- and back in those days, too, we didn't really and have. comfortable. We didn't have the technology. That's we didn't true. Have, oh, we didn't have, and we didn't That's have, true. it wasn't high def either. It wasn't high we definition. We didn't have high def, and we didn't have Photoshop back then. Right. So. And she could have easily put on like a little like lace thing to cover. Sure. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Oh, she's I confident. She's Foxy Brown. Yeah. Right. Now, right. one of the things that's always my pet peeves with shows, especially when you have shows with like black people in it, is this thing I call the disconnect mm-hmm. with, and particularly to black women characters who kind of like have these jobs and, and, and these, these shows, but they're not connected to any other black women or friends. Now, does our lead character, does she have like a, a, some sister in like, because if she's out here basically beating up folks and handling business, who is her support at home and what type of characters are those that are at home for her? And it's interesting because Danielle and I, we have talked about this, you know, like she doesn't have like a ghost friend, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. you're right. It's like, you know, yes, her, her friend, uh, China is Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, like in my original mm-hmm. chapter, she was Latina. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know who mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. that change after. And uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you know, she's got her father, mm-hmm. and so I like the Asian. There is I do, I, I do too because and, and they got too. into the different. Right, like, I am not Oriental. Right, I, yes. you know, like, right, yeah, yes, right. There's differences in terms right. of like, I, you know, Thai Chinese. That's, mm-hmm. that these are specific things. Right, not all the same. Right, yeah. But right. there is a character who comes up like later in in the um, show that you mm-hmm. see that she had a connection to, mm-hmm. and that connection to got broken. Um, not to give away any storylines, mm-hmm. but she is somebody who, after her mother passed away, who was in her life, she was involved in her life before the mother passed okay. away. And then uh, after the father passed away, that relationship got fractured. Mm-hmm. But, um, and you, it, she's played by Tamla Jones, actually. Okay. Oh, and nice. so you will okay. see, you know, how um, they try to try to mm-hmm. mend that. Because a lot of times when they have female characters, they'll have like, 
if they do have other women characters on there, there's either some type of like competitiveness, yeah. right. it's oh. the best friend, but it's either mm-hmm. competitive or cattiness or mm-hmm. something. Fighting right. over a man. Fighting over something and where it's like, I, it's rare and I'm always happy when I see like, you know, relations with women who's supportive because right. you don't, we don't get to see that kind of stuff. I know. And we don't get to mm-hmm. see the type of self-care that these characters go through because they, when I see shows where the women are always kick-ass and doing stuff mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, they're like an army of one. Yeah, they're yeah. an army it of And no one gets there alone. And it's you know? like, yeah. right. How, what does she do in her downtime because it must be so Difficult. She does baton training yes. in the basement. She decompressed with, and who does she, you know, vent right. that kind of stuff? So I'm hoping you have some of those things in the show, mm-hmm. you know, for those characters and things like that. No, mm-hmm. but it's it's important too, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, our show, showrunner is a man, so he may, you know, not see it, you know, through mm-hmm. that lens there too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, you know, because the homies, you know, we ride so, right. so you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, right. I think that um, maybe, like, you know, with, with with the woman, then we're more, you know, sensitive, you know, to that too. But that's mm-hmm. also great to know, like, you know, prayerfully we get a season two because, right. like, Daniel, I, we were talking about that. Right. It's like, yeah, she is in this world alone. There's no like when you watch like Dexter was like one of my favorite mm-hmm. shows. And, you know, Dexter's doing his thing mm-hmm. and he, his father's not, you know, his father's dead. He talks to him, but there's somebody right. who, who's guiding right. him right. through the process. So there's always right. somebody to help guide you through the process. Mm-hmm. And in that, you know, uh, because Rebel keeps so much in, right. you know, it's so she's kind of guiding herself, you know, through mm-hmm. it, through it alone. So we're like, you know, for season two, we need to kind of beef that up. It shouldn't right. just be her against the world. Right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, it plays into the idea of like the, the strong black women trope. It does. Us against the world. Us yeah. against the world. And it's like. I, I don't. I, I'm yeah. tired of seeing that. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see you know that we are vulnerable. That right. we're not always to see super women and things go wrong. Yeah. And right. I want to see how do we deal with that when things go wrong. Right. And I think it, it and humanizes. Was, and it does. Yeah. And that was um, a constant topic in the room. It's mm-hmm. like you know she can't be hard. Like, I think in the pilot she's so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> because you're right. It's like you know, God. Like it's episode like, two. Let me tell you, there was. A, I, mean, I can see where the first, the pilot, where they're trying to. Establish, right. They're trying to. They're trying to. They're trying to sell a show. Right. Right. You're trying yeah. to sell, but there was something that I said no. This has to go. Like it's like she's um like has sex with some random guy, mm-hmm. and after he caresses her neck, and the line is, "Get your hand off my neck." I said, "Uh." Uh-uh. Wow! Wow! Right. Wow! That can't, that can't happen. It won't. Wow! No, she has to have good sex. Oh, that's she does with Red Man, with uh, Method Man. Yes. With Method, yeah. but, Method but that's, Man. And he was her husband, you yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. but he wasn't some random guy mm-hmm. whose right. name she doesn't know, right. Right. who's trying to, you know, spoon with her, and the reaction is, right. you know, no. Don't yeah. touch me. But, th- but that's, yeah. you know, it's like, as I said, you know, the teleplay is Kate Lanier, you know, although she writes heavily for black women, she wrote, I think she wrote the shooting draft for um, Set It Off. Mm-hmm. She wrote What's the Black to Do With It. Right. Your lens is still different because you're not black. So right. you're not sensitive to what we see. Right. You know, it's like yeah. we don't have to be... That we're always angry. That we're always Yeah, that we're always angry. angry. Always teed yeah. up, ready right. to hit right. somebody with a baton. Right. 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 right, right. And so for here, it's, it's important to know that her rage is coming from her brother was murdered right in front mm-hmm. of her mm-hmm. by her department. Mm-hmm. So not because I'm just so angry, you know, all the yeah, time. Right. And, you know, because so I she think has motivation. She right. has motivation yeah. because, yeah. The, because the, that scene where, you know, the rant, having the random sex and he's throwing it, her brother hadn't been killed yet. So there's no right. reason right. Hey, right. for her to be having random sex with somebody whose name she doesn't know and then to be all, you know, get your hand off my, right. Right. Off my neck. So, <laughs> no. So, and for, for me, you know, as a black woman, yeah, you do get tired of seeing that. Right. You know, it's like, yes, I can, you know, go off on you. I can tell you. But at the end of the day, I'm still a woman with womanly needs right. and desires, and I want to be treated as right. such. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to shift gears with a different question in terms of, because I know I know at least one writer in the show, Tosh Gray. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, Angela so, Allen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the other one. Shout so, out to Angela. So, I guess, yes, shout out to Angela. I know Angela brought, brought me here. The timeline <laughs> in terms of when you, when BET said, yeah, 
yeah, we're going to make the show. Mm-hmm. And then you said, uh, who was it that asked for eight episodes? Your production company asked for eight, yes. like mm-hmm. eight episodes. And then from there, what was the timeline in terms of you guys? Go ahead. What from, was the, oh, the timeline okay. from when you guys started looking at writers, hiring people, making offers? Like, how, what was the, what was the, okay, life so cycle? let me see. Um, I think we knew back December 2015 or November 2015 that we were going to do this with BT, and they hired. When did Randy get hired? No, Randy didn't come. Also, John had to do another draft of because it got stalled. Mm-hmm. So we had another writer on it, and it just mm-hmm. wasn't moving in the way that it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so John had to take the initiative to like, okay, let me, you know, like I'm vested in it in this at this point, right. and I don't mm-hmm. want to see this die on the mm-hmm. table. Mm-hmm. And so he took the initiative to um, pepper up that that particular draft. Mm-hmm. And so we knew, okay, that was around December. They shot the pilot May. I think well, in May. May 2016? 2016. Okay. Um, Randy was hired at that point, but mm-hmm. the writers weren't. Mm-hmm. Because first it was like, okay, Randy, you do your thing. And he's like, no, I need some writers in here. Yeah, I, need, <laughs> I need a staff. I need a staff. It takes staff. a staff right. to do this. Right. Yeah. It takes a staff to do it. So mm-hmm. it was like him having to like, no, like it can't be me. It can't be me and one other person. It's got to mm-hmm. be. But the room was small. It was five writers, mm-hmm. you know, in the room. Mm-hmm. It was a small room. How many episodes did you guys do? Eight. Eight. Uh, after the pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Um, they all got hired. Let's see, I think the room opened up in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the room opened in August. So they were hired, I think, after the pilot. So the only person who was officially hired at that time, at the time was Randy. And so okay. they all came after that. And so so he kind of found the writers? He kind of put he the, did, well, went uh, to the agencies or through friends? or. So Terry Kopp, who's the consulting producer, she mm-hmm. had a project at BET that never got made. Mm-hmm. So she was a BET pick. Um, Tash was a John pick. Mm-hmm. She knew John. Mm-hmm. Angela, I'm not sure how Angela came on board. I have to ask her. And then Patrick um, Moss, he's one of our writers too. He actually um, wrote the episode that's coming out on Tuesday. Okay. He, Randy knew him. And so this was actually his first gig. So um, it was Randy's first gig. I think Tash's first um, mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. Terry yeah. has um, has written before. Mm-hmm. Like she's got a you know a mm-hmm. long you know list of credits, mm-hmm. and so that's how mm-hmm. how it came about. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like people who knew each other kind of previously, I, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. And which is how it works a lot on a lot of totally. a lot of shows, yeah. right? It's, totally. it's right. really like you have to have some you have to have a network. You do, and it's kind of not fair. And I don't, maybe I don't like <laughs> the word network. It's like you have to have but relationships. You have first relationships. Season, first season is really hard because it's like you know being a writer. It's not like you can you know send your resume or call them up and say right. hey right. you know. And it's like you know so you have to think how how do I get my foot in the door yeah. because yeah. not everybody's going to get picked you know for a writer's mm-hmm. workshop and right mm-hmm. right or one of the writing programs or or even if you're at a big agency there's no they they might have things that are going on BET on their radar. You know, right. CAA might not be tracking what's what's happening at BET. I'm right. just gonna put that out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yeah. Right. Um, so they're not like yeah. thinking, I got a black writer on my roster at CAA. Oh, right. here's some opportunities. Right. Like that no, like, may not be making that connection. And that's the thing, it's like I before I um had my project at ABC Family, uh, Dallas sent it to this agent at CAA. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, I gotta meet her, have her come in here. And so, you know, we we meet. He's like, you know, I really like this script. And he gave it to uh, one of the agents at CAA who reps ABC Family. And she's like, oh, I don't think ABC Family will buy this. Just kind of like blew it, blew it <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. And so um, 
Dallas has sent him an email and he's like, you know, maybe you should submit it. And he submitted it to, submitted it to a couple of people. He's like, oh, you know, I have some generals for you, but never booked it. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting, you know, for you to put right. me in these rooms. Like you're saying that like Mandalay was interested. Mm-hmm. You're saying mm-hmm. these people are interested. And so he went, um, wanted to get me staffed. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll do it. I think it was like... Was I pregnant? I was pregnant at the time, so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll do the staff thing. But I couldn't because I had the exclusivity clause with um, mm-hmm. ABC Family wow. at, at that point. Um, and what happened? Oh, oh. so before I sold it to ABC Family, I was like, oh, send it to Lifetime. And he's like, oh, you should age it up if it's going to be Lifetime, but didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So Dallas sent it to ABC Family, not for them to buy it, just be like, okay, I like this script, but let me see what somebody else thinks. Like, is it just me? And so it had been like a week, a week gone yeah. by. And so, uh, no, I'm sorry, a month. And so he's like, oh, I'm just calling to find out, like, what you guys saw the script? Like, oh, well, who is she? Who reps it? Like, who, you know, do you going to do? And when he sent his ABC family, he copied Frank on it, just, you know, to look, look like a legit submission. Right. And Frank never responded. Ooh, I'm saying his name. Oops. Well, anyway, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Franks. There's a lot of Frank Franks. didn't respond. <laughs> and um, then we got the call. Oh, so then Dallas told him. Uh, he emailed him. He's like, oh, by the way, we sold this. And I was like, oh, 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 I didn't get the email. You know, I didn't know. So, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So just saying that to say, just because you're with a big agency, right. it doesn't mean right. that they're going to put you in the places, right. you know, sure. that, that sure. they need to be. So, you know. That, wow. So even now, like, I don't have representation right now. It's like, oh, so wow. crazy to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But that's, that's, that's what's happening. On any other show, you're a staff writer on, like, a network show, and the agents come swooning for you, even if you're on staff. Writer. Right. Mm-hmm. But you create, you create a the damn show, show, and they are not, and they're like, your phone is she all right, she all right. <laughs> I don't even think they know how you didn't get in touch with me. That's crazy. I don't even think they do. I did call CAA the other day, and they knew who I was when I called. They were like, really? oh, Imani Walker. And I'm like... Mm. Yes, that that's because me. they punch you in the in the system to see who you are and what what you've done. Mm. Yeah, while you're on the phone with them, while yeah. you get the uh, the intern or assistant who answers the phone, yeah. they're always like typing. Yeah. They type your name in. Mm. Well, he, yeah, because yeah. I'm like, okay, so you know, I, I should I know at this point I need to actively engage and and finding someone because as before I'm like, you know what, I'm doing all this by myself. Yeah. So I'm not wow. going to pay somebody ten percent if you're not putting me where I need to be. Right. Or I'm not going to pay you ten percent. It's like send my script out and you're not, not sending my script it. out, right. and yeah. then I've been able, I was able to sell it without your help. Yeah. So that is it, how a lot of us are everybody. handling our business right everybody. now, particularly you know did writers you, of color. Did you know Jeff Melvoin last year? Um, before the new year, his new year resolution was to get a manager. He finally got a manager. Yeah, I know. He never I know. had Jeff a manager Melvin. his yeah, entire yeah, life. Yeah, now he's working more yeah. than he did before. Well, the reason he ended you know up getting a manager is because his agents stopped yeah. you know, doing any work for him. Mm-hmm. But he's doing all right. He's designated he's survivor, showrunner, and yeah. right now. And yeah. Okay, yeah. I call him Uncle Jeff. But that's Uncle Jeff, all right. <laughs> he all right. But yeah, that's how a lot of us are operating. Like okay. our, our personal networks, who we know, can, you know, sliding scripts on the doors, uh, mm-hmm. rolling up on tire banks in the parking lot. I mean, right now, <laughs> that's how we're all getting stuff made now. Right. You know, and it doesn't need to be that way. Or and it, it doesn't, should be right. that way. Right, right. Because then it takes away from the time that we're actually Writing yeah. the material, and I think that's why I haven't like really been on the horn the way. It's like you know, because I'm working on other things. Like you know, I want to use Rebel, you know, as a momentum to mm-hmm. momentum to set something else up. So it's like, oh well, yeah, I was supposed to call this agent today. You know what I mean? So right. you right. know, I, I have an attorney, mm-hmm. but um, insofar as like, oh, how, nobody knows how to how to reach me. It's not mm-hmm. out there in the universe. It's not out <laughs> in the universe. No, but they can find you if they really want to find you. They can find. That's you. true. That's, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, they can also find you through your husband. 
You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, I'm. That's just, true. Yeah, th- mm-hmm. don't make excuses for them. You f- <laughs> you're not firing the lady. That's, it's y'all's fault. Yeah, on you. <laughs> but your husband, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say you mentioned a couple other projects that you're working on. So what are you working on now? You got Rebel. So what's next on the pipeline? Like another drama. Okay. Uh, black female. I can't get yes. into uh, creatively like what it's about, but um, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And oh who, yes. Who do you think you'll you'll sell it to? Like, who's your first stop that you, know, you think that the show a, will be right um, for? You know, my husband keeps saying, oh, you know, go network. Network mm. is more money. But it's not necessarily about the money. It's like who's going to, you know, keep my project on the air. Right, right. So. Um, who's not going to yank the, the rug from under you like mm-hmm. WG in America? <laughs> <laughs> who's not going to do two seasons of a show, highly rated, and then cancel it? <laughs> See. Sorry. You know, things you got to. Go Shea Mountain. <laughs> oh, I, 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 triggered, so. I triggered Lisa just now. Oh. I triggered Lisa. <laughs> Oh. One of my favorite shows. Outsiders canceled. on WGN just got canceled. Got canceled. WGN America just oh. got canceled. Oh. Two seasons, their top rated show. <sighs> but what? I still have. Yeah, I still yeah, have, you're, yeah. You're kinda, exactly. That's the reaction. When I saw it on Twitter, I was like, huh, what's what y'all, I still what have y'all doing over I still there? Have underground. So what y'all doing o- until they right. canceled? I mean, let's. They have a track record now. I'm mm-hmm. just like, what are y'all doing over there? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you not want to be in scripted TV? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Right. If not, then all right. Let's all just back off. Right. So stop getting my hopes up. Interesting. You know your husband. Sounds like he'd be somebody interested in the interview. He sounds Oh yeah, you should come. Like we did After Buzz this week. Yeah. We did it together. Yes. <laughs> we did it together. After Buzz TV. So yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So I will have him come down here. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll set that up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. that Wait, who good. did you talk to over in After Buzz? Ava Hill. Okay. Uh D'Angelo. Okay. And TK Trinidad. Okay. Yes. Awesome. I was gonna buzz make like, who let me make up some names. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> So yeah, 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 he should come. Like he's got some projects. He's actually shooting a movie with. Um, he's directing it. Actually, he's writing directing a movie, uh, the Blumhouse through Blumhouse, oh, a horror. Oh, really? that nice. Yeah, <gasps> he does horror. It's a horror. Movie? Yeah, you know it, the yes. funny thing is he um, brought it a while ago mm-hmm. and um, just dusted it off the shelf. It was one of those things. He, oh gosh, how long ago? It was before Columbine. Hmm. It had a green light. And then it was like, oh, we can't do these teen horror mm-hmm. movies, blah, blah, blah. Because of the school shootings. Yeah. Okay. Well, white folks got killed. Right. But <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> and um, yeah, and so, yeah, so he's doing it uh, with, with Blumhouse. Wait, can you tell us the logline of it or is it secretive? No, it's not. I just, because it's been so long. <laughs> I don't remember. But um, it's a high school horror. Okay. Revenge. Okay. It's, it's a revenge plot. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think like somebody got killed and they come back and, um, I, you know, it might be in the vein of prom night. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I love those old school. Me like, yeah. They revenge. don't make them yeah. like they, yeah. they don't make them like they don't. No. Mm. We are mm-hmm. horror. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not so much a horror head. I get scared. Mm-hmm. I almost had to like scream when that was in the theater. Oh, I remember screaming. The, yes, first, that's my the favorite. first 10 minutes of it, I was like, this is too scary. I have to leave the theater. <laughs> like, I was like, I, I got to get out of here. Yeah. No, when when the black hooded figure yes, is when he's, in the yeah. background, he's in that's the house scary. and the, every, the popcorn's on fire. No, no, no. Yeah. I was like, as soon as I saw that hood and that mask, I was like, I'm out. Okay. No. I had to talk my mom to go see and get out. She's like, oh, no. She's like, I can't do her. I'm like, it's not the horror movie in the, in mm-hmm. the typical sense. I'm like, you can go see it. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And so she went to go see. <laughs> well, some of them are now more being psychological about it. Like, psychological, like, Don't right. breathe. I, w- I don't know if it, was a, if it was, was it don't breathe? Yeah, in the house mm-hmm. of the blind man. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't so much more psychological. Horror. Yeah, I was just mm-hmm. like, where is he? That's more of a thriller for me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Well, thank you, Imani. Well, thank you. For having me, is it over? So when? Oh, <laughs> no, no, we keep going. Oh. I'm just so when? Okay, so when can we see? Like, what? Tell everybody the times and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, so Tuesday night, depending on your cable provider, and if you have um, 
DirecTV. It comes on at 7 o'clock. Okay. And they just actually start showing, um, as of last week, the previous episodes. You can catch the previous oh, episodes. Nice. Yes, you can okay. catch up. And they're also online. Yes. yes, they're online. They're on Amazon, um, on demand. So, yes, check it out. Mm-hmm. You'll like it. It's not anti-police, <laughs> but it does shed a light on the, the police department. Right. And so, you know, there's conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So it's really, Rebel really is a show that uh, it's more than meets the eye. And you have to keep on watching to... Um, mm-hmm. To get to that, mm-hmm. so I can't really reveal. I can't spoil anything. I know you got to watch the show. People. You have to watch the show. <laughs> what episode is coming on this week? Okay, so Tuesday is written by um, Patrick Moss. Let me see what happens. You know, Rebel finds out. You know, she woke up with the back off written off her chest, mm-hmm. so she's looking deeper into that. And then her and um, Mac, her the partner, they hook up to solve a cold case. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like. I like. I like the, the one partner. who shot her brother. Like the, the one. Uh, yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> I know. I was kind of like, how do we reel? You know, right. how do we make sense out of that? So, too? are you guys still in the room, or is your room wrapped? No, they okay. wrapped in February. Wrapped in February, and then yeah. they're gonna wait to see if BET picks it up for another season. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So, which we hope so. We. But you, but you possibly lose some of your writers though. If your other writers go out for staffing and find other jobs, and then, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the, that's the that's, danger of that. Right, yeah. that is the danger of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the writer's track, too. Like, does yeah. it oh, delay, yeah. you know? So, that's Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Are you times. already ready to go? You know what season two looks like already? You know, in my mind, I've got some ideas I want to mm-hmm. kind of change. See, I, I can't get into the thing. I wanna, <laughs> understand. understand. <laughs> I want to change, you know, some things. So in my, yeah. in my mind, I do have some right. ideas, too. And like you said, too, it's like, you know, bringing in new characters that you know just kind of explain like you said it's like you do need to decompress at the right. end of the day and mm-hmm. you can't decompress with wine right right you know I mean a little bit a little bit somebody to you need to talk to some you know you yeah. need to talk it out because like yeah. you know in a real world you com- you can bust mm-hmm. so let me ask you a question now because you've never really been on a staff before Mm-mm. So, what do you feel like you've grown being you know, in the room I, and coming first out? First of all, I love our room. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Randy is great. He's not mm-hmm. one of those showrunners who silences you. No, I don't agree with you. This is my way. I mean, he says every day. He's like, I can't. He's like, I'm not going to sit here and and um, disagree. He's like, we need a variety of voices. So he mm-hmm. respects everybody's voice. Nice. And, you know, writing, you know, we're all writers in here. It's just, it's solitude. Like, you know, you're at your desk. So for me, it's kind of like, okay, I have to break out of that mm-hmm. me and my computer and go into this room. Right. But then you have to be on every day. I'm not on every day. Right. You know, the right. ideas may not right. come until after sure. I leave this room. Like, oh, I should have said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's a great, it's, it's um, you know, it's like, I feel like I should have been doing it, you know. Before, you know, but again, you know, it's like I have my way. I want to but do you it like this way. But you saw your way in. You didn't see your way in as that. You saw you were going to sell a show and come in. I out. did. I did. But yeah. that experience is invaluable. Like, yes. you need that experience, Correct. you know. And, and another great thing about um, Randy's, like, he would bring in seasoned writers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, okay, and, and let them jump in. Like, so if we couldn't quite work something out, they would just jump in. Oh, you should do it this way. He had um, one of his writers, I can't remember his name, I think his name, another, another Frank. He was mm-hmm. a writer on The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had a writer from the Shield, you know, oh, come wow. in. Nice. Cops have come in. Like mm-hmm. we have a, um, uh, her name is Gaynell. She's a sheriff, so she, you know, um, gives that advice. Or consultant. Right. Yeah. So they all come into the room. Mm-hmm. So you know, it wasn't like, no, this is my way, and we're doing right. it like this. Right. It's like, no, this is a collaborative. collaborative. And yeah. that is what I didn't realize. Like I thought, like when you like work in the writers' room, everybody's just kind of left to their own devices mm-hmm. to write a script. I didn't know. It's like, okay, we're all breaking it, this story, it, and we're it, doing. It depends on how the showrunner runs the room because oh, I know gotcha. there are some procedurals who do run that way, where it's like, you know, you got your episode because in that serialized and they're not connected. It's oh, okay. like some mission of the week mm-hmm. okay. you know, on a CBS 
guest show and it's like, mm-hmm. all right, you're doing the one where we go the the Beirut and then you're doing the one where we go the, the Iceland and then we mm-hmm. extradite, you know what I mean? Right. And so okay. they're right. not serialized, not really connected. And so they Got do kind of work. Some of those do work more individually. Gotcha. But then like a serialized show where mm-hmm. what's happening from week to week, mm-hmm. you all have to be in the room together so that mm-hmm. when I'm writing episode three, I know what Lisa did in episode right. two. Right. She shot everybody, everybody's right. dead. Right. I don't know. I don't even have right. characters left. Right. <laughs> Who's still alive? Did you, did you guys get to produce your episodes or what did you guys do with that? Um, which, which, so the I writers, did they get to go and produce their episodes when you guys shot? They weren't on the set because the writer, okay. it had, uh, at that point, it was just weird how their contracts were. So, mm-hmm. the, so um, like Tash, mm-hmm. um, Patrick, I think they gave him some. So they were gone while the writer's room was still going on. So I guess that was, that's an unusual situation. It's like everybody needs to be there until the end. Not, okay, where well, you're here for 13 weeks and the, the room is for 20s. Like mm-hmm. you need everybody's voices there. Correct. So the last two um, shows, so John was supposed to write the, the last episode. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you know, I... He was doing Snowfall. So he's like, mm-hmm. let's write this you know, together. But at that point, he had to do Snowfall. So we didn't write it together. So the, um, Randy and Ter- Terry, so they wrote the last two. So it's just like them two writing. So, you know, not necessarily the healthiest situation mm-hmm. where you have to, you know, mm-hmm. turn these scripts out in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Because this is what happens. The more you get through, the whole room is almost gone. The ho- right. <laughs> the time you get and that's, the what, that's exactly and what happened. And the co-EPs and the EPs, yeah. you're looking at each other like, all right, yeah. I guess we got to come up with. Right, Some ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but so that's, got, that's when the right. assistant usually gets to step up, though. Mm-hmm. And but, which know. is true, and that mm-hmm. that um, that happened. I know uh, one of the writers' assistants. She wrote, um, I think this, this. Oh, well, one of the scenes that's coming up. <laughs> you, right. you, know, you have mm-hmm. to pivot to somebody. Right. You know, you can't physically handle mentally. Definitely. You don't handle Mm-mm. the work like that. Definitely. And so you know. D- the writers, they weren't even really on set. Like, usually there's, like, a writer, you know, on set. Like, Randy couldn't be on set because he's in the room, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So he couldn't right. be, you know, on set all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, my husband, Dallas, he was there, you know. So he was there every day. He's like, you know, got to be on set, you know, just to make sure mm-hmm. that, you know, things are going, you know. Sure. Keep the, the tone of the show kind of even. Right. Because you have different directors. I don't know. Did you have the same director for all uh, eight episodes? No. So, but how they, they did block shooting. So we had Sally. Oh. Um, yeah, they did the block shooting. <laughs> so each director took two episodes. So okay. we had Sally okay, Richardson, Sheldon Candace. Oh, Sally Richardson. Hi, Sally. Yes, yes. yes. Um, yes. Black Girl Power, yes. you know, to Rebel. Um, Carl Seaton and Jeff Bird. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. You know Jeff Bird. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bird's on your show. Yeah, Jeff's been on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they did the block shooting. Nice. So hopefully, you know, it's like with all new shows, you know, you have to find that rhythm. And so now... Prayerfully, as we go into season two, it's like, okay, you know, maybe Randy can be like, listen, we need to be, the writers need to be here from start yes, to finish. For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the only reason I ask you that, because we have a big debate about this a lot. I'm on the black committee, the LGBT committee, the education committee, the Latino committee, and the general committee. Okay. How are you on the Latino committee? I'm, because I go. Okay. Anybody can be on them. Fair enough, fair enough. You can come to LGBTQ. You're right, you're right. No, you're right, you're right. Um, Anyway, and and we have discussions specifically in the education committee about this a lot, (laughs) about how um, writers aren't able to go to produce their episodes, and then they get on the show, and they keep moving up. Mm -hmm. And if they're on shows, they never go on set. How the fuck do they know how to produce? Right. You know what I mean? So that's my, I understand why from the point of view of the the producers needing you in the room to break story. (laughs) But what about the writer moving on from another fucking show and learning, you know? Right. So we did, we did last year, I believe it was, we did a whole um, event at the Writers Guild about post-production on a TV show mm-hmm. just so that people could learn how to do the steps in case you get 
in case you go to, to, to get your produced episode right. and you have to know how to do posts. Mm-hmm. And I think it's super important. Or a lot of us come from shooting our own independent you know, web series or pilots or whatever. We have an idea mm-hmm. for the most part. What we have to learn is turn around and how to do all that stuff faster. Right. But um, I think it's a problem when they're not going to the set and learning. Now, if there's nothing for you to do, that makes sense. Your ass should be in a room. Right. But if you have the opportunity to go and produce your fucking episode, you should right. be learning how to do that. Right. The problem is you lose people in the room, but you had right. a tiny room. We right. had a tiny room. Right. So that's the problem. That, Usually yeah. there's eight or ten or right. whatever more. Right. So, right. And so then it's easier to lose a person if you had just like if you had seven people in your room for right. eight episodes. It'd right. be easier to lose that one person for ten days to go out and be on set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And right. that's part of the problem. It's like the the rooms have gotten smaller, the orders have gotten shor- shorter, and we're right. kind of doing more with less. Right. And then now mm-hmm. we're we're trapping some of the lower level writers in the room all mm-hmm. the time. And they're never getting that onset experience. Right. And the next thing you know, you're a co-EP. You know, you've elevated co-EP, and you don't know how to talk to a director and, on and, it. And that's exactly right. what happened. Is the the woman who presented it to us um, is a co-EP level writer on on one particular show for like mm-hmm. seven, eight years or whatever. Mm-hmm. She left that, went to another show, a network show. And, was and the expectations and were they different. they were like, well, here, I'm here. Good. You're my backup, so I need you to go to set. She's like, I never even rented set before. Oh, wow. So she pitched it to us. She's like, guys, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Mm. I have no fucking clue. So and, we built this whole event and, based on And the event was great. Okay. I, oh, I remember right. I went. Remember, yeah. But I don't even think that one event is enough no, to help to, someone like that. It, right. it needs to be we like an ongoing more. thing. Or it's right. just, you know, it's, like, it's an apprenticeship. And mm-hmm. I feel like because the orders are shorter, the rooms are smaller, we're not able to really... Get you know get the skills that we need to keep moving up the ladder, particularly the diversity writers, particularly. Yeah. <laughs> How many eyes is in there? <laughs> and then that the long sigh, it. like. <sighs> yeah, but you yeah. know what? John Lewis came to UCLA uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's obviously a living legend. And, you know, I was hanging on his every word, as was everyone in the audience. Mm-hmm. And he was asked about, you know, things politically and everything's kind of upside down, going crazy. How, are you, how do you handle it, John? How do you keep your head on straight? And he said the simple phrase, he said, he said, this too shall pass. And I'm like, you Damn. know what, John Lewis? Yeah. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, you're still breathing. Everything you're still is, walking around. Every, it's, yeah, everything is impermanent. Right. You right. Know? right. So I mean, it's true. Like, I had that conversation with my mom. I'm like, for, you know, I said to the woman or man whose car broke down in 1978, they're not still standing on that no. corner. Right. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you just have to look at it as, you know, I have this uh, saying to, to myself, things always work. Things will always work itself out, mm-hmm. and they will always work itself out for my gra- my greater good. Right, right. So because yeah. you can't get stuck in that, you know, it's like you know, yes, we are all fighting uphill battles, but you know, at the end of the day, we have to, you know, know that we'll be victorious. In exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, right. we're in the fight right now, but right. the fight is not going to last forever. It's right. not going to last. Yeah, right. we're going to move on, and then mm-hmm. we got, we colonize Mars and we do other stuff. So it's <laughs> like this infighting about I'm not nonsense. Mars. Oh, I'm I'm like, can't, I can't wait. I'm going. I'm I'm staying behind and taking any. I'll be the first one there. I'll be the first one there. You would. She's like, I'm flying the plane. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna plant the flag. I'll, there. I'll watch. I'll this watch y'all. I will watch Linnell on Skype <laughs> as I colonize somebody else's land who left. Like this is now mine. <laughs> Tahiti in particular. And there you go. Exactly. What up is up? Thank you guys. Good show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Amani. We appreciate it. Me. This is great. Yes. I loved it. Yes. I told you we just. Yeah, having a conversation. Yeah. We just talking about you, your yeah. product. <laughs> go see Rebel people. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. go see Rebel Tuesday nights on BET. Y'all know how to find it. 
Um, where you at, Linnell? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Linnell White. That's about it, really. Okay. When do you graduate? June sixteenth, I graduate from UCLA. So. She takes all gifts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, gifts, <laughs> gift cards. But, but, right. but hit me up on Twitter first before you send a gift. <laughs> let me, just let me know. <laughs> that's, that's, that. that's gonna be. Where you at, Amani? I am Amani Walker OG on Twitter. Amani oh, Walker OG. OG. You know what? It was yeah. like five Amani, Amani Walkers on there. I was like, no, 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 no. Okay, I was first. I was, I was first because I don't know y'all. And they're all young. Remember they're like okay. young little girls, like little millennials. Yeah, like, okay. hey. Yeah. <laughs> You're like step aside, right? <laughs> and uh, Amani Walker on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, but that's private. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, where you at, Lisa? You know where I'm at. <laughs> they don't know. Wow, there might be a new person. You guys know, okay, for the new people, I'm a Twitter junkie. I'm always on Twitter. Uh, you find me at We're only Netflix. in 90 countries. We're only in 90 countries. Uh, <laughs> you can find me this summer. I will be in Helsinki, mm-hmm. Finland. Great. Nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and I'll be in Wisconsin next month. Of course, you know, every year I go to the. Um, where do I go? Where the heck do I go? Wisconsin. Sorry, it's Wisconsin. It's the the oldest feminist science fiction conference. I think this is like the 42nd, 43rd Mm. year. So I will be there. I was going to go visit Prince Mm. at the thing. I was thinking about, oh, I need to get a layover and go over there. Mm -hmm. But I rewatched like this Prince video where he talks about death. And he's like, look, I got a body work. I'm here if I pass, just remember me for the good things and I the had. And the music lives yeah. on. And the music yeah. lives on. And after that, I was like, I don't need to go to Paisley Park right now. I'll probably go years from now. But at first, mm. I'm like, I need to go to Paisley It's like, you know what? And I rewatched it. Everybody, and everyone is like, in it. Don't yeah. doing it now. Yeah. And it's like, right. let it like, breathe for yeah, a minute. Yeah, I, let I it go know. and let them get it together. And I thought, no, but what I will do, I always have a layover in uh, <laughs> Wisconsin. So I'll be having a glass of wine in his honor. <laughs> yeah, of course. You before be, I get on the plane. You can be doing anyway. Just don't have too much wine because it'll drag your ass off the plane. Don't give him an excuse to drag you off. No, no, I say if you give me a thousand dollars and a free ticket. Right. That's I will how they're supposed to do it. I will things. get my stuff right. and leave. It's supposed to be compensation for giving up your seat. You compensate, right. I'll Not give it up. Manhandling. Yeah. Right. So I will compensate. Yeah, I'll get off. I ain't got nothing to do with summer. Be I'll be free this summer, so mm-hmm. I might get I might get a whole bunch of free flights. <laughs> <laughs> giving up seats. That's what's up. And I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter. Um, you guys can find me on um, Instagram, all that shit at Hilliard Guest. Um, follow the show Screenwriters RR on Twitter Any questions ScreenwritersRantRoom At gmail.com um, Go on Facebook Follow us there And What else What else What else do I want to say oh, I'm so busy <laughs> The chant <laughs> So busy Huh The chant mm-hmm. The chant what, What's the chant The with 2007? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review there. We need that. Thank you very much, my assistant <laughs> over there. Uh, I should have you do this at the end. Because <laughs> I'm like, duh, what do we do? Um, I always thought you had it on the screen here, on the laptop screen. You no, I'm just it. looking at yeah, the voice oh, and all that stuff like that. I got I'd have a script. I have a script right there. I got no time for that. I'll just wing it. Okay. You know? okay. Uh, let me think anybody else. Oh, God. We're about to head to Louisiana. Um, me and oh, that's Pamela. right. Tell them about real quickly. Yeah, so we're we're developing a new show for these internet stars um, called Nate and Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they on your show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on yeah. your show. Okay. And um, so we're heading to Louisiana to scout next week out of like Shreveport, Louisiana, or no, they're in Abbeville. Where Abbeville? I don't know. I never heard it either until we started what, north, looking south? it up. North uh... south. 
You might want to find out. That's why we're going, You find out. Like, you just get down the plane. Google Maps. That's why we're going. He's going to get on a plane to get down there. And then as soon as he get out and he get outside, how hot and swampy and how it is. Plantation somewhere. Okay, plantation heat. Voodoo and whatnot. So I would want to know. We going. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's why we're going to go scout and figure it all out. Me, her, and the director, um, um, Darren Grant. So mm-hmm. we're going to be getting it in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Show me I'm some pictures of you sweating out there. Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. love it. I love the heat like that down yeah. there. Like, I, 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 I blossom. And that kind of stuff, but I know mm. some people who are not used to I that. I shrivel up, they, yes, <laughs> raisins, a dried up raisin. And things, things, <laughs> things, are, things are looking good for Tulsa. I wrote the Black Wall Street movie, mm-hmm. so um, I don't want to jinx it. So we'll okay, see. We'll yeah, okay. we'll see. Things are good. Yeah, things are good. So um, that's what's up. Thank y'all. Yeah, thank appreciate you. it, Money. Lisa, Thanks, Lisa, fam. Coat Jam yes. in the house. Mm-hmm. My man over there, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, join me. Y'all know how we do it. Um, on the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2017. 2017. I didn't hear you, Imani. 2017. There, there you, you go. go. By yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, y'all. Ciao. I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Road Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind in the business, got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they used to bowl a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.